This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. When can you say a war is won? Is it when your enemy surrenders or when you decimate your rivals? Legendary military strategist Sun Tzu says neither. War is fought for political goals. If those were achieved, then yes, the war has been won. If not, it is a failure. Let's apply that theory to Russia's war. What was Vladimir Putin's political goal? To keep Ukraine out of NATO, to have less NATO on his borders. Has Putin achieved that? Not yet. What's more, he could be getting more NATO on his borders. I'm talking about Finland. Their leaders have agreed to join NATO. I'll read from the joint statement. This is what it says. As a member of NATO, Finland would strengthen the entire defense alliance. Finland must apply for NATO membership without delay. We hope that the national steps still needed to make this decision will be taken rapidly within the next few days. This statement came from the Prime Minister and President. So it's official. Finland will apply for NATO membership. Reports say Sweden will do the same. Now, what will that process look like? Membership can take up to one year. Until then, Finland will get observer status. All 30 NATO allies must agree to admit the new members. And this approval must come from their parliaments. For example, Joe Biden cannot approve it. The US Congress has to approve it. Logistically, this process will take time, but in effect, it is a done deal. The NATO chief has already reacted to the announcement. He says the membership will be, quote-unquote, smooth and swift. What about Russia? Needless to say, Russia is livid. The Kremlin is calling it a threat to their security. And this map should tell you why. Finland and Russia are neighbors. They sh their shared border is more than 1,300 kilometers long. Plus, look at how close it is to Moscow, less than 1,000 kilometers. If you put a missile near the border, Moscow is within range. And this is precisely what Putin was against. He invaded Ukraine to stop the same thing from happening. The question is, will he do it again? Will Russia attack Finland next? Well, they have done it before. In 1939, the Soviet Union invaded Finland. They kicked off the notorious Winter War. But this time, Russia will hesitate. We can think of two reasons why. Number one, Russia is already fighting a war. Opening another front could, be, could prove to be a disaster. And number two, Finland's army is much stronger than Ukraine's. They have American weapons in their arsenal, plus conscription for all adult males. So logically, Putin should not invade. Just one problem. We said the same thing about Ukraine, remember? That logically, Putin would not invade. Well, he did. So Finland and Sweden need an insurance policy, some deterrence against Russia. On Wednesday, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson tried to do that. He visited Sweden and Finland. He signed a security agreement with both the countries. What does this agreement say? That if either country is attacked, Britain will help them. From the high north uh, to the Baltics and beyond, our armed forces will train, operate and exercise together marrying our defence and security capabilities and formalising a pledge that we will always come to one another's aid. Will this include boots on the ground? Boris Johnson did not rule it out. He said the assistance will depend on what the other side is asking for. And it's not just Britain. The US and Germany have also promised military assistance. 
So here's what could happen in the next couple of months. Russia may not attack Finland, but they will take on an aggressive posture, possibly more drills near the northern borders or even missile deployments. As for NATO, you could see more joint drills with Sweden and Finland, more military transfers. Reports say America and Britain will rotate troops in the Nordic. Where does all of this leave Europe on the brink of a wider war? Just think about the firepower at play. One mistake, one misunderstanding, and this could escalate into a nuclear conflict, which makes you wonder what happened to good old diplomacy. Putin specifically drew a red line for the West. No NATO at my borders, he said. But the West is doing exactly that. The question, for the us, same question, was put to Finland's president. Listen to his response. When you ask uh, whether, whether <clears throat> what they, how they see a possible Finnish joining, uh, well, if that would be the case that we join, well, my response would be that you caused this. Look at the mirror. I get that counter-argument. Counter Finland is, after all, a sovereign nation. It can join any military alliance it wants. But so is Ukraine. Ukraine, too, is a sovereign nation seeking NATO membership. Why isn't their process smooth and swift? In fact, let's forget NATO. Why not a European Union membership at least? Even that is being denied to Ukraine. So this NATO expansionism is not about ideology. It's about politics. Finland and Sweden are rich countries with strong armies. So they get to walk in. Smooth and swift. Ukraine is neither. So they get ignored. NATO's only objective was to use Ukraine as a pawn, a tool to provoke and agitate Russia. And this is not happening for the first time. In many ways, history is repeating itself. Back in 1997, NATO leaders held a summit in Madrid. That summit admitted three new members, Hungary, Poland, the Czech Republic. The 1997 summit kicked off NATO's problematic wave of expansions. Next month, there is another NATO summit. Guess where? The same place, Madrid. If things move fast, Sweden and Finland could get nominal approval at this summit. And so it continues, a needless clash of inflated egos, a NATO obsessed with expansion and a Russia responding with brutal violence.